So I was just talking about my Wonder Woman scrunchie, thank you Tara, uh, which introduces us into today, episode four. Yeah, four, we've made it so far, um, and we are definitely going to be talking about Wonder Woman today. Today. It's us. It's us. We're the Wonder Women. You're also probably the Wonder Women's too, but also we are. I'm a better Wonder Woman. Let's do a workout. <laughs> and, then we'll, and, then, and then we'll decide, you know. But here's the thing. What's the criteria for a Wonder Woman? It could be anything. It so, could be you know, anything. We're both Wonder Women. We're also twins. We are. Yeah. Boop, boop. Shout out to World Gym Ipswich. Yep. Best gym in town. Because we go there. Yes. Well, <laughs> that's why it's the best gym in town. Because we go there. Yeah. I mean, we haven't lied about it. I mean, it could be all the really good equipment. I don't think so. I think it's us. <laughs> could be the really awesome classes like Metcon, but I oh, don't think are, so. Hey. I think it's us. Well, that is because it's me and like, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's the members. Namely us. Well, technically, I'm kind of still a member. Do you pay a membership? Yes. Every week. No, that's called rent. <laughs> I am a member, so I'd say it's the members. The staff. Yo, I work there, so I'll get you kicked out, so be careful. <laughs> be careful. Actually, also, before we go on, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman. I actually want to give a uh, really quick shout-out to Kayla. Um, she waits for these podcasts. She loves listening to us. <laughs> She's gone through a little battle today. Uh, well, not today, like in her life with her health, and um, I know she will listen to this podcast I just want to say you are amazing. I'm really proud of you. And um, I hope that today is a good day for you. Me too. Thank you, Kayla. Yep, yep. So today we actually do want to talk about mums. And we want to um, discuss the challenges that mums face trying to get the balance between um, kids and if you work or if you're studying um, with your partner and friends and life and um, just trying to find some time for yourself. I guess a bit of mum guilt because I know for myself when my kids were really young, taking that time out to go for a walk or go to the gym, like I would feel anxious the entire time because I felt like, you know, I was away from the kids and I, I shouldn't be, I should be at home. So, and it's something that it, interesting, interestingly enough, men don't seem to experience. So it really is this mum guilt. I don't think there's an equivalent dad guilt. I don't think so. But also, it's really funny that you share your experience that way because I guess I'm kind of a little bit the opposite and I actually don't feel guilty about that stuff. And then I'm made to feel bad that I don't feel guilty about that. Yeah. When I was going to, when I first started going back to the gym um, after I had Ella, she was maybe like five or so months old, I can't really remember. And um, I remember my mum saying to me one day, like, oh, you have those kids at the gym so much. Like, you're at the gym with them so much. And I was like, uh, I don't know if you remember this old lady, but when we were kids, like my parents would have us at the squash court like so many nights a week. And back then we were like at a little three court town and they would sometimes play at like 8, 8.30 at night that we would like have to have dinner before we go and then we're getting up so late, like going home so late and then getting up for school. But nowadays it was like, I was like the worst mum in the world for dragging my kids to the gym every day. It's um like such a like constant change where I feel like sometimes nowadays parents feel like their life have to revolve around 
their kids mm. whereas like for our parents our lives revolved around our parents lives you mm. know what i mean yeah 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 100 and it just sort of feels like the gym gets unfairly uh criticized mm. and i and oh it's such an interesting thing i hear so many people making comments about well maybe if so-and-so didn't spend so much time at the gym or maybe you well, can... Well, they're definitely not talking about you. No, I know. I haven't been able to be consistent in the last... One to me. One to me. You know, that hurts my feelings. I don't care right now. You know that I'm already that feeling bad thing. about this. <laughs> I know, which why it makes it so perfect. No, no, I have to tell you a funny story. So I was at the gym. Wait, is it going to be funny though? It is funny. Yeah, you, you'll really like this actually. Um, so I was at the gym with Carly. Shout out to Carly, another super mum, a superwoman. Uh, and we often train together. And the last month, probably... I really want to interrupt you and say, no, you don't, you hardly train anymore, ever! Yeah, unfortunately, the last... Well, since Christmas, really, since coming back from Melbourne, um, there's been a lot going on. I've been painting and working and back to uni and all the rest of it, and I'm really struggling. And this is something I'll talk about, um, but I've been really struggling to try and find my rhythm again between doing uni and working and kids and gym and anyway, I was chatting to Carly and I just said to her, I'm really annoyed because she, she goes, oh, I ate all this food this week and I lost two kilos. Oh no, she goes, I, I lost weight. And I just was like, <laughs> I'm like, woman, I'm like, I've been trying to lose four kilos for probably about 12 months. <laughs> I'm like, I could kill you right now. She goes, yeah, but you haven't been coming to the gym consistently. So, and then just looks at me. And I can just imagine her tone too and just be like, Oh, that's so funny. It is funny. But Wonder Cows. Wonder Cows. But the thing about Carly, and this is what I really recommend for every single woman. I'm lucky that I've got two of these moles. But you need someone in your corner who's honest. You need someone who says to you. <laughs> well, you haven't been turning up. <laughs> I laughed. Actually, when she said that to me, yeah, but you haven't been coming to the gym consistently. I laughed and I said to her, I love you so much. She said, most people would be like, no, oh, don't worry about it. No, I'm no. You're trying your best. Carly's like, nah, you're a slack mole. <laughs> Wait, though, hang on a second. Is she, I'm surprised she didn't say, you know all. You know all. <laughs> I think it's also funny because she's actually more so probably coming from a place of, she just wants you to come back and train with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just misses you. Yeah. Well, That's oh, so funny. Maybe. I hope so. I hope it was that as well. But I love training with Carly and one of the things that I love about Carly and one of my favourite things about you is the honesty and you need people in your life who are so honest and who are going to be like, well, this is what you did and this is what happened. So, mm. well, I mean, just like this is not talking about mama, how do you say it? Mama Pernures. Oh, mum Pernures. Mum Pernures, whatever. Mum Pernures. Yeah, that's why she's the... Christiana of the relationship, okay. you know, like the manager of the right, 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 right. I don't watch the Kardashians, so the ideas, well, I don't okay. watch them. I mean, you know, like she's the in charger, yeah, yeah. she's the best at life, like you. Anyway, we digress. We digress. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember, but in the podcast the other day, you were like, <laughs> and actually at the time, I was really mad at you, and I felt like you were like personally attacking me. <laughs> what did I say? Yeah, you were like. You know, it's just like really straight. I can't do it without laughing. You know, like, so the last podcast we did, which I promise Carla is coming soon, okay? That is completely my fault. I am the editor and I just keep going, oh, it's too hard because we have to keep cutting things. I know, that's why I said it's like three videos. Anyway, anyway, we digress. <laughs> it's such an appropriate name. It is. Mm. 
um, <laughs> just with like this straight face, she's like, you know, and then sometimes you actually just have to get over it. You just got to get over it and you just got to get on with it. And here I am. Yeah, like, I actually like, was wondering if I made you upset. Yeah, I was like crying and I was so <laughs> emotional and just like, and then she just says that and I was like, fuck you, lady. Like, fuck you. My, I'm like, and then anyway, actually since you said that to, not to me, but I felt like it was to me. Um, no, I it was just, had, I meant the wider sense, get over it. I know, I know. I've had actually such a really good week because I've just been like, don't be an idiot. Nobody did this to you but yourself. Get over it. Get on with it. You made a decision to do something. you just got to keep doing it and it's that simple. Yeah. So it's true about that honesty and sometimes it's honest things that we may not want to hear yeah. um, that we need to hear. Mm, are you going to tell them about that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can hear this on camera. But you might be able to hear my cat yodeling. Um, she has been behaving very strangely for two days. And little Lexi says to me yesterday, oh, mum, when I scratch Stella on her back, she sticks her bum up at me and she makes these noises. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Anyway, she's been desperately trying to get outside and she's rubbing her face on everything. And I'm lying there this morning after she woke me up at 1 a.m. And then again at 4 a.m. Should have just got up and came with the gym at 5 a.m. I should have. Anyway. I should have. Um, so I'm thinking, what the hell is wrong with this cat? And I've Googled it, as you do. She's on heat. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to Lexi, you probably shouldn't keep rubbing her bum like that anymore, Lexi. And she's like, well, why does she stick her bum in her face, in, in, up in the air like that? And I said, well, that's because where the, the boy cat's penis goes. And she's like, ah! She's like, stop, stop it, stop it. No babies for you. <laughs> This is what happens when your mum is a scientist. She tells you exactly what is going to happen. It's the best way to be. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to send my kids to you for all the uh, information about life. Mm, anyway, we digress. But on what you were saying just before about the get over it thing, I actually had someone say that to me many years ago when I said I was embarrassed about singing in front of people. Um, a little side note, that is something that I used to do in school. I did a lot of singing and whatnot. And little side note to you, when we finish this, you're going to have to sing for me. No, no, no. Got to no, no, hear no. it. Never. Yes. No. Anyway, so in this um, trial that I was doing, I just sort of said, because it was a friend of mine, I said, oh, I just get so nervous and worried about it. And she goes, well, you've just got to get over it. And at the time, I was sort of like, fuck you. Well, exactly. a little bit. I was a little bit taken aback by that. And you know what? Over the years I've realized that those words have been the best advice ever. Just get over it. And I know people like, like you said, you do, you get your back up initially and you think, excuse me. But then you think about it and you're like, I'm the only one holding myself back on this. It is all up here. Yep. So when you can start to just get over it, and that's all I was getting at with the shorts and whatnot. I literally realized that the moment when I went, get over it, Naomi, because it's in my head, I stopped worrying about it so much. Yeah. Totally agree. And that was all. And it takes a long time and it's not an easy thing to do. And you might offend a few people along the way. Sorry. Oh, yeah, but there's um, a difference between, like, saying in a rude way, get over it. Like, get over it. Like, as opposed to going, you know, you just got to get over it. Yeah. There's a difference in, like, you weren't saying it to me rudely or actually no. specifically to me. No. And uh, I'm not trying to invalidate what you're feeling because it's very real. And yeah. it's a really tough thing to do, but ultimately what we all have to do is get over it. Otherwise, yeah, because it's the only way to move forward yeah. because we have to not, like, which is what I'm trying to do is 
stop that emotional attachment to things. Yeah. Obviously, because that's where your eating problems come from. Yeah. But anyway, but we just kind of wanted to talk about from our experience, I guess, like juggling all the balls in the air, trying to have it all, you know, like you are a busy mom, like uh, you are a wife, you are a daughter, a sister. Um, a legend. A legend, me, not you, but... <laughs> And then also on top of that, like trying to run a business in today's society, which I find like the hardest because there's so many things that you have to be, you got to do TikTok, you got to do Facebook, you got to do Instagram, you got to do, I don't even know what the new ones are, like your LinkedIn, you got to do your, like everything. Yeah. You know, it's such a um, chaotic thing just to run a business um, without doing you know, like anything for yourself and finding that. And so today we kind of really just wanted to touch base on trying to be a mum and I guess like have it all. Like, you know, in today's society, we're like trying to be the bestest mum we can. We're trying to be the bestest wife. We're trying to run a business. There's so many things. Um, and like I was saying before with my mum and like going to the gym and her, you know, kind of making a comment to me, I feel like these days, you know, like, her for not her first priority but like she had to go to work like that was it and everything had to fit around that whereas now we're trying to fit like our businesses and our jobs around our kids and kids sports and it's almost like a really big shift and so like trying to find the balance with all that stuff is really hard you know like even just running a business I like I find that so complicated there's you can't like you can't just be a PT and you go and you just train clients. Like you have to be on social media. You've got to be on TikTok. You've got to be on Facebook. You've got to be doing different stuff on Facebook to your Instagram. You've got to be doing different stuff on your TikTok to your Instagram. And you've got to have reels. You've got to have stories. You've got to have posts. You've got to have educational stuff. You've got to have funny stuff. Like it's just, there's like a thousand balls in the air of being a mum. Yep. There's a thousand balls in the air being a business owner. Like, you know, how are you supposed to do all that stuff? I don't know, but if someone wants to tell me how to do it well, <laughs> I would love to know because I promise you, I have not been doing it well. I. You better, because you're my person to teach me about <laughs> life, mate. That is what's so scary. That is what is terrifying. Um, but I find, I find the pressure of um, social media. I just get over it. I, I, I find the same sort of thing. So the different social media platforms i've made a decision for myself that there are a few that i'm going to stick to um i've grown a decent audience on facebook i must admit that i did get to a point so <clears throat> something people may not know about me um in 2018 2018 i believe my sister and i stopped working together <clears throat> so she wanted to get away from the, the fitness industry like that's no it's not a passion of hers she was doing the business and computer side and technology side of the business and she went and moved on to do her own business at that point I was already really hating life like I was really struggling I didn't really feel like I had any sort of direction with the business I didn't really know what I, I wanted to do um, and so by the end of 2018, I was really, really struggling with the business itself. 2019, <clears throat> I was sort of pushing through, just trying to get sort of get stuff done. But it was really a 
battle of mind over matter. There was no passion. There was no love in what I was doing. At the end of 2019, so it was September 2019. You met me and then it changed? No, no I don't oh, know that story. Oh, okay, cool. We'll I don't actually know when I met you. Um, I, I think I'm so traumatized. I've, I've stuck it down deep. Uh, well, they haven't seen the the new podcast where we became best friends. Oh, so. that's right. That's right. That, yeah, you'll have to watch that one. Um, but no, in 2019, um, we found out that my sister had cancer. We then, and that was on the Friday. Then on the Monday, we got uh, the diagnosis of Alzheimer's for my mum. And then on Wednesday, Tony lost his job. <laughs> so I was really in a bad way with my business already, just really um, very down. <laughs> I just want to, before we go on, I'm really sorry that you just said something like so serious and I just <laughs> cut you off before you say that to be a smart ass funny person. And I, actually, do you know what? When you said that, I was like, you're going to feel bad in <laughs> yeah. a second. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm going to take one off for me now. <laughs> one off for George. I don't know if I necessarily get one for this, but you definitely lose one. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, you can't tell that I'm feeling really bad, okay? <laughs> I am. <laughs> it's actually pretty... Oh, that was my oh, speaker. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. sorry. It's actually pretty funny. Like, that, that's us. Um, yeah, so we, you know, you talk about things, bad things happening in threes, like far out. So we were just sort of like going, what is going on? So it was a really bad end to 2019 and we're sort of all reeling from this trying to figure it out and then COVID hits and we're going oh goodness uh but COVID actually ended up being really good for me personally in the sense that it gave me some time at home with my family which I think I really needed uh it forced me to stop working which I desperately needed um and that side of things was really really good for me and I mean obviously no disrespect to anyone who obviously has had a very traumatic um, experience with COVID. In my personal experience, it forced me to do a few things that I needed to do. And for that, I'm very, very grateful for it. Um, but during that time, I was able to then, um, you and I spent some time and we were able to come up with, you know, some business stuff together. And that was really exciting for me because I'd been working by myself for so long that I was really just feeling very isolated and I felt overwhelmed with kids and Tony and um, my family. Uh, and then I decided to, to go into research, which has been the best thing for me. It gave me a really good sense of purpose and it really aligned with who I was. So sometimes I think as mums, particularly if you're working for yourself or you're working in, um, just working in general, I think one of the things that makes us so miserable is that we're doing something that we have no love for. And you, you do it because you have to, because you need the money for it. And I think it builds a resentment. Yeah. Um, and I ended up completely burnt out. Like I was absolutely in burnout and I was in burnout for a lot longer than I probably realized, but it made me reflect a lot. And I think that a lot of mums are so angry, particularly maybe towards husbands or partners, maybe even resentful towards their children because they are forced into working and doing something that they really dislike because they have to. And that was my experience. My experience was I hated what I was doing. I wasn't doing it well. And so when I was able to stop and reflect and, and think about what I wanted to do and, and redirect myself, it I actually was happy about getting out of bed again in the morning. Like yeah. I, I would never want to get up. I hated everything and everyone. And I actually um, mm -hmm. saw a young girl that I follow and she posted a thing the other, like yesterday about um, that 
also like a thing to remember is like sometimes like working yourself into the ground and like just going hard out is doesn't have to be the goal mm. do you know what I mean like if you are happy and enjoy just like working your job to be able to live and then enjoy your life outside of that there's actually nothing wrong with that oh, that's amazing like you know what I mean like we yeah. don't she was just kind of saying like we don't have to be sold this dream that you have to be on the grind all the time you know yeah. um and I think like that kind of is you know where you're saying before you know you just got to that point where you just hated everything mm. because you're just it's so you're trying to fit this into this time yeah. you know and you're just always on the go there's always something and I guess like as mums um you know like I find sometimes it hard now being back into work with my husband because he's so used to this like where I'm the stay-at-home mum, like so everything is just done, like I just did everything, which is what my role was. Um, and now like it's almost like I have to retrain him <laughs> that he's got to start doing some stuff. Yeah. And so that can also be, and the stress is actually for the mum, like that's stressful for me, mm. not him. Yeah. You know, so all the things that happen with mums going back to work or trying to juggle um, kids and things like that in most cases not all cases like that's not what we're saying but you know like a lot of times mum can feel the added stress because when things aren't done it kind of just naturally falls on our shoulders yeah you know what I mean yeah and I think that you end up with a lot of resentment so um, I think so for, for us we had um, so my eldest son Andrew is from a previous relationship so when Tony and I um, got married we then waited a little bit of time and then we fell pregnant with the twins and then we accidentally fell pregnant with Felix a little bit earlier than we, we always wanted to have more after the twins, but we were just going to wait a little bit longer. So I fell pregnant with uh, Felix when the twins were nine months, which was, yeah, that was not great. Um, so life was really hectic and I can remember feeling very resentful towards Tony because it felt like he got up in the morning and went to work and that was it, <laughs> walked out the door. Whereas for me to get to work when I went back to teaching, um, I would have to get the kids up and dressed and then I'd have to get them fed and then I'd have to get out and then I'd have to get to work and then I'm the one rushing back to get them and shopping and, and I'm doing all these things. And I think that's the, the inherent differences between men and women because for Tony, he was legitimately sort of like, I'd never really considered that. I go to work. What more do you want me to do? <laughs> and I'm like, what? what? I'm, I'm, you know, I twitch. I'm working too. Yeah. And over the years, that resentment got bigger and bigger and bigger. And sometimes, and so during all of that drama going on with my mom and my sister and Tony's job, Tony and I were also struggling in our marriage because I'd got to a point where I felt like I had the really crappy end of the stick. And I said to Tony, if I leave you, and we've talked about this before, <laughs> yeah. I get a holiday because you are getting the kids 50% of the time. Don't think for a second I am taking the kids. That is a 50-50 situation. I said, so for seven days, I'm on holidays. Even though I'm going to work, that's amazing. I go to work, I'll just get up and leave. And then I'll come home when I want. And if I don't feel like cooking dinner, I don't have to. And if I don't want to clean up, I don't have to. And I said, for seven days, then you're going to experience what my life is like. So my life gets easier in that way if we break up and he's just like, Ugh. I don't, I said that to Dave too. I was like, 
yeah, we'll be doing a 50-50 split, bro, because you'll be taking a turn. Yeah, it's so funny, like that little realization of going, mm, hang on a second, maybe, <laughs> maybe you do a little bit more than I think. Yeah. And because the thing is, what I find is that like, even when like Dave does do some stuff, like, so then in his mind, if he only does two things, it's like, oh, well, it's like, I would only have to do two things. But actually what you're doing is you're taking two things off my plate of 10 things. Mm. I've still got eight things. You've just got two. Yeah. But he just thinks like, oh, that's the two things. And then they're done like, and I didn't have to do it. Like, yep. But he doesn't realize like all the other things. Yeah. And he doesn't come from a place of like, whatever. He just doesn't know. Like, he just doesn't But that's what I mean with Tony. He just, yeah. he, I don't know if they, they think it through or they, it's just not on their radar. It's no. not like they're being awful. And you know what? Tony and, and Dave, I'm sure, are both fantastic in in other ways like tones when i when he sees i'm stressed and, and busy and whatnot these these days he's really great at just grabbing the washing or getting the kids you know organized for bed or whatever it is and he cooks a lot of dinner these days he does more so than me but generally dave's not allowed to be the cooker in our house <laughs> he's not, he came into me the other day oh dave <laughs> right hey, dave david <laughs> It's all right, we can talk about him because he won't listen. And like, Tony won't listen to this either. <laughs> I was listening to him the other day. I was like, have you listened to any of my podcasts? He's like, mm, bits and pieces. <laughs> like, That's a no. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and they were probably the bits and pieces that he heard me re-listening to to check the, like, to, you know. Anyway, and <laughs> so we were just doing roast vegetables and it was literally, you just had to open the packet because they're these cheese ones that I buy from Audi and the kids like them because they have cheese sauce on it. And then meat, like so the ch marinated chicken. And I'm like, I had actually, <laughs> he actually had to come in and ask me if he needed to put them in separate dishes or just mix it all together. I was like. What, as in packet? Yeah, just like, what, do I need to put the vegetables in a dish and then the chicken in a dish in the oven? You should have <laughs> just said stick it all in together. Yeah, no. You should have. <laughs> I was like, anyway, I came out. He's like, can you just come and have? Can you just come and have a look? So I had to get up to go check, and yeah, he had started to mix them all together, and then kind of went, mm, maybe that's not the best of ideas. I better <laughs> go check. He stopped himself. Anyway, so he's not allowed to be the cooker in our house. He's getting better. He is getting better, but I think that they sometimes just we get that, you know, it's actually not that they're doing our job they're just doing some things to take off our plates yep. and i think mums really feel the brunt of the stress um of and also the pressure of doing it and having it all yeah you know what i mean having I feel, it all yeah yeah you know i feel like and you know actually on tiktok i've been watching <laughs> do not download tiktok that's a hot tip from me uh, no i've deleted it but i've been watching um like there's a little like viral thing that's going on and it's answer the question, when did you know that the bar was set really low for men? And there was, yeah, there was, <laughs> oh mate, there's some really good ones. And then one of them was when my husband was praised for watching the kids. <gasps> and I was like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like, like for us, like, you know, like that's all they've got to do. Oh, okay, cool. You watch the kids and you're amazing. Whereas mm. for us, 
we've got to work, we've got to keep a tidy house, we've mm. got to be like, you know, have our awesome business, our awesome life and all of these societal expectations for us and for men, if they just turn up, like sometimes that's just, that's good. Yeah. You know? But in saying that as well, how bad are women for putting that pressure on themselves? Oh, 100%. And I don't even think that you know, half the time it comes from men putting the pressure on us. No, it's women putting it on ourselves yeah. and then not so nice women. Yeah. Putting it on other mums, like those little passive aggressive comments. Yeah, that they make About, you know, when the kids are little, my little Johnny is already walking or my little Johnny is already doing this and you're yeah. like, Ugh. We have just so much pressure from just fucking everywhere. Yeah. You know, it just makes shit so hard. Like, how are we supposed to juggle things? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I actually also don't have any real answers. I am so unorganized. And so one of the things that... So this is not really a podcast that can help you, but we will tell you that we feel exactly the same way you do. <laughs> Listen, we're all, we're all about just trying to make other women feel normal. I feel like that's oh, look, really my job gonna, in life, I is like just making other women feel normal. <laughs> One to me for interrupting you like what times. Oh, yeah. Look, I think if anything else, people are going to feel really normal after listening to us because they're going to be thinking those two are such weirdos. Well, they're going to think you're a weirdo because you are a weirdo. I'm not a weirdo with my superwoman. But what I've really been trying to do, what I was trying to say... Yeah? Interrupto, McRupto... I get a second one for that. (laughs) ...is I've really tried to be more organised. I'm trying to be really organised. That's like on my... Try not to bash the table because you just made our camera shake. Oh, you're lucky because I right now I really just want to do like Hulk smash. Well, you can, but you're going to ruin our video. I know. Well, that's why I'm not going to do it. But I'm just letting you know that I want to. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll <laughs> sit like this. Um, I'm trying to be really, really organised. So I'm a person that has to write things down, yep. like which is not conducive to today's environment because everything is on this little phone. So I've downloaded like a proper calendar app and I use that. And then I have got a, like a schedule thing on the bench where I just write like when my mum comes to babysit, what time you can leave in the morning, David, what days Ella has, like all of that kind of stuff, which, you know, kind of might seem like normal things to other people. But Dave and I have never been like that. Like our because I was always just at home, so it didn't really matter. Like, he could just leave, he could just come home. Um, I just picked the kids up, I just dropped them off. Um, so I'm trying to really make sure that I'm super organised with stuff. Um, and also, like... Oh, sorry. Oh. And also just, like, prioritising um, the things that are important to you. So for me, like, I've actually scheduled in my training times and I'm not booking clients then. Like I know, I, you know, I wanted a client, wanted a 4am session the other day. I was like, oh, actually I'm really sorry. Like that's when I train. And you know, like last year I would have been Why like, would anyone want a 4am training session? You'd have to be up at at least 3.30. Cause so her job before was um, like, she started really early and then like finished really early. Like she worked at, um, well, I can't remember the, um, that's very early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's just been waking up. 
Yeah. Like she just, oh, that's okay. her habit now. She just yep. wakes up super early. So then she could get it done and go home and like have everything done before the kids and stuff like that. Cause our session is like 6.30. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was, I was going to do it. Like I was, I said, oh, okay. Like, I'll just let you know. And then I was like, oh, actually no, I'm not going to. Cause that's when I train, I've yep. organized it. That's my time. Yep. Um, you know, whereas last year I would always rearrange anything to fit people in. Um, and yeah, I've got it. So this time I'm prioritizing the things for me. Yep. Having my day off, if a client misses a session or Wednesday is the only day that, that they can do, unfortunately, like I can't do that because um, that's my day off. Yep. Um, so really like scheduling and prioritizing the you things, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And writing it in a diary is actually a really good idea. So last year or the year before, um, I was running a mum's program and one of the most important things that I would get them to do was to schedule. So, yeah. you know, a lot of people say, I'm going to do four gym sessions per week. I'm going to do da da da. I'm like, that's great. Write it down in your family schedule because you've got kids stuff, you've got this and this and this. You need to see that it actually works because if it doesn't work, then you need to decide whether something else needs to go or you need to change your plan because there's nothing more demoralizing than thinking, I haven't done what I said I wanted to do. Yeah. So if you have it all planned out, um, oh, I don't know where I've put my diary, but I've got this awesome diary um, from My Goals, M-I-G-O-A-L-S, and it's this awesome little planner. It helps you plan monthly goals and then you do a monthly reflection. At the start of the year, you write down you know, what your vision is for yourself and your family, what your um, priorities are, and it's this great planner, but I've got everything starting to get written down in there because I need to see how busy I am. There's nothing worse than going, yeah, I'm gonna commit to this, and then you're like, oh, actually, I can't make this work. And I think that's where a lot of our stress comes from, is we're so inclined to say yes. Oh, jeez, like, yes, I was like waiting for a break to be <laughs> so I could go, and we've got to learn to say no. <laughs> yeah, we don't have healthy boundaries, yeah. um, as you can see from this friendship. <laughs> That's one to me. One to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to take it off because you stay being my friend. So that's by choice. Because I'm scared. Well, I feel like no. <laughs> um, but you would because that's the kind of person you are. Oh, wonder you back, wonder you back. <laughs> um, but as mums, we really have to learn to say... Let no. Me, well, no, or let me think about it. Like, yeah. Give ourselves that moment to breathe because we just, we're such people pleasers. We're yeah. such, we want to accommodate everybody and you feel awful saying no. But one of the things that I learned again with COVID, when everything got locked down and we couldn't go anywhere on the weekends, I was like, oh, that, like the pressure had. Oh, the off. relief of not yeah. having to go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yes. It felt good, huh? It felt so good. Yeah. And that's how you know yeah. when you are committing to things you don't care about. Yeah. And I mean this in love, but one of the things I would say to my mums is when you're dying, who are you going to see? Who are the people who, you know, will be the ones that will come and see you before you die? And who will you be thinking about? And who will you be going? I'm probably just going to send you a text message, Kate. Well, you're probably going to be the cause of my death, but anyway. Um, but well, then you won't want to see me, so exactly. You're so don't send the text. You're welcome. Anyway. You know what I will do? I'll send you a video. You know what's going to say? Suck it! You'll be crying. <laughs> She'll be crying. She'll I know, because really be who will teach me at life? Yeah, exactly. We don't. Oh, you can have one. But that, like, that's all, I, I mean, I'm using a stupidly extreme example, Yeah. but we give so much access to people who don't really 
and this sounds awful, but who don't really matter to us and our family so much. Yeah. And that's not the right words. I'm not explaining that well. But, you know, you've got your good friends and you've got your, your family who are the priority. Yeah. And then there's everybody else underneath. And unfortunately, it's the everybody under, underneath that tends to take up so much of our time. And we and it's they've got the important people in their life. You've got the important people in our, life, in our lives. And we just have to start setting those boundaries in place and start going, you know what? This is what's important to me. This is what makes me happy. This is what's important to my family. And if things don't align, then I'm going to start saying no more often. And that means sometimes saying no to a catch up or no to a night out or yeah. no to drinks or no to um, whatever, whatever, because we just get so overcommitted and so stressed. Yeah. Overcommitted. I hate That's being overcommitted. A, yeah. Which you are a lot. You have a lot going on. Not You're not overcommitted now, but like, you know, I guess like, oh, well, really you probably are. You're probably just a little, little overcommitted. Just a little. little, just little. A little. But and I, just before you say, like, no, no. in talking about that, it's also okay to change your mind about things. Like, yes, it's also okay to yes. go. Okay, cool. Actually, I don't want to do this anymore because you know, like, I, you know, this is where I'm starting to kind of focus, and this is where I'm starting to head. Um, it doesn't suit me anymore, or like, you know, I, I just don't feel this anymore. This is not something that yeah. I want to do. You know it's what I mean? It's like we're not allowed to change. Yeah. But change is so important because it yeah. shows that you're growing as a person and isn't that what we all want yeah and you know sometimes like we kind of get stuck in that oh i don't really want to do this anymore but i yeah. said i would and you know then we feel that guilt mm-hmm. about saying no or changing your mind like yeah. changing your mind is such a bad thing it's not a bad thing no and even like for my business i did a, a it wasn't like a 180 or anything like that but I really made some significant changes because I didn't want to be doing things I didn't care about. Number one, because then I'm not, I'm not going to be good at it. It's yeah. easy to be good at things you're passionate about because you put energy and effort into it. Um, but I also feel like I could be dead tomorrow and I don't want to spend my entire life doing things that don't mean anything to me. Like I want my life to have some sort of meaning and I want to leave behind something that matters. And that's why you know I'm doing the research that I'm doing. But I think it's so important in our personal lives as well to go, you know what, like if it's a friendship or a relationship and go, you know what, this relationship is not healthy anymore or it's not serving me anymore or the other person, like it's not good for either of us and going, maybe we just need to end it. And it doesn't matter how long you've been friends with that person, like there's seasons for everything and we do change and it's okay to let things go. And as mums in particular, I think we're always trying to hold on to things because we feel like we should yeah or there's some sort of expectation towards that but it's okay to let it go and to change and even like with our kids you know like it's like you know they want to do this and they want to do that and they want to go here and they want to go there let's do like you know there's so much and i think like today's world is so uh instant gratification and everything at the like their fingertips and they have access to so much more um than i guess what we did as kids mm. um and, you know, back to kind of me talking about our lives now revolve around them, like that you don't want to say no to them. Yeah. You know, like you want them to do this and you want them to do that. And then, you know, that added stress of getting them there and picking them up and taking them. And then mm. they want to do, you know, one kid does something. So your other kids are like, well, I want something too. You know, like it just, uh, layer uh, upon layer. Uh, um, you know? I developed anxiety when I had my twins. So I had postnatal depression with the twins and that went away, which was very, very good because that was awful. It's the scariest thing I've actually experienced. 
Um, and then I ended up with anxiety after that and the anxiety has never gone away. So I've been dealing with that now for about nine years. And one of the things that I find that is a huge trigger for me is that yeah. knowing that my day is full and knowing that I've got, and it was getting to a point like I'd have clients, you know, throughout the day and then I knew I had to get the kids and then we had to go here and we had to do this. And I was just losing it. And I'd spend all day so anxious and feeling like I was going to be sick and, you know, my hands would be shaking and I just hated it. So I knew that for me to manage my anxiety, I had to be less busy. I had to really cut back. But then there's the guilt because you're thinking, oh, my kids aren't doing things after school or I'm not doing this, that and the other. Um, But at some point, you have to draw a line in the sand and think, how much can I physically do before I make myself sick? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And also like, (laughs) when do you get to be like the main person? Like yeah, when, when do, do you, I get to do yeah. something I want to do? You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost like um, you become a mum and that's what you are now. You're just a mum. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Like, like, well, nothing else in your life matters but your kids. Yeah. No, yes, they matter, but I also matter. Yeah. Time with my husband also matters. Like, um, time by myself matters. My health matters. Like, yeah. you know, like sometimes I feel like as mums, like once you are a mum, that's just what you are now. Like, yeah. And you know, your goals don't matter or, you know, like what you want to do is kind of has to come second to them. And, you know, sometimes it can't always be that way, Um, you know. And I guess like there's shame, like there's guilt and shame put on either way because you're feeling like the guilt from you personally and I'm feeling the guilt from other people in that I'm working all the time and, you know, like I'm working in the morning and then at night and then, you know, so... And it's interesting that you talk about losing yourself into that mum role because um, my sister-in-law and I, hi Renee, don't know if she listens, but um, we're talking about this um, probably about a year or so ago now where she was really in a situation of not knowing who she was. Like, and it was so heartfelt and so distressing to watch her go through that. And a lot of the things she said, I was like, I totally agree. And I got lost in my twins and I got lost into Tony and I realized that we would do things as a family that Tony wanted to do and not by not because it was his fault but because he grew up here in Ipswich yeah and so it was his friends that we would go and spend time with and it, it wasn't that it was awful for me but I realized that in all of this I'd sort of been absorbed into him and been absorbed into my children and I and that's you know the business as well and I was thinking I don't even really know who I am and what I like and what I'm passionate about and I didn't know where the business was going to go and it just, you do, you feel like you get lost into this persona. And yeah. Who are you? And what do you care about? And that's not, it wasn't just me and Renee feeling that way. It was the mums that I was talking to online as well. They were often feeling like that too. Um, and it does sometimes feel like nobody really cares about what your goals are. The other morning I wanted to come to the gym early. I wanted to train with Janaea. It was her birthday. And the ruckus that was going on in this house was just so intense. I couldn't sleep. And I was so angry after that because I thought, you know what? It was so important for me to get up early. Like it was just, I wanted this one morning. I wanted to do this and nobody cared. Nobody cared that I needed a good night's sleep. Nobody cared. Oh, that is, and how true is that too? Hey, mm. actually nobody cares what is on the plate of the mum. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Like just do it. Yeah. And yeah. I was so 
frustrated by that. And I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, but I think when it's, and that's also, I think what feeds into mums is that yeah. it feels like we've got lots of little trivial things, yes. but they're layered, you know, oh, and it builds and, and builds. Oh, Dave is so like that. Like I'll complain about something and to him, it's like, that is just not a big deal, Georgina. And I'm like, yeah, but you, then this bit, like, Exactly, there's just all the little things and it's just no, 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 And then all of a sudden you're losing it because someone didn't put the toothpaste on the, uh, the lid on the toothpaste <laughs> and they're like, okay, crazy lady. Yes, <laughs> and then you're the crazy person. Uh, no, yeah. I'm not crazy, I'm just fucking fed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the reaction to the actual incident is totally disproportionate. Out of proportion, <laughs> totally out of yeah. proportion. And you're like, and also, bawling. <laughs> <laughs> or in my case just yelling with your crazy eyes oh totally and also like not even like the layering of that but just the stress of all those like tiny little things you know and i'll say to dave like can't you just do that when you see it and he's like oh it's just not a big deal and i'm like yeah but then i go into here and it's this little thing and then it's here and it's this little thing and then you know like but if you just did that it just takes that one thing that I don't have to kind of get done or stress about. Yeah. I actually got a cleaner and fucking hell, I wish I had got a cleaner so much. Oh, the best thing I ever did. I came home the other day, seriously, like it just was like such a non-stressful day. Yeah. Purely because my floor, like I actually didn't care what she did outside of my floor. Yeah. And she had got so much done. I was like, you are a genius. You are a wonder. She's a wonder woman. Shout out to her. Yeah, Katie. Oh, well, I actually wasn't going to do a shout out to her because she, I don't know if she has any spaces. I didn't want her to be bombarded with messages. Stop hitting the table. You're oh, making a video shake. Um, she is <laughs> getting Katie. all excited. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love her. Okay. So I was going to say because I might take her number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Katie. Cleaning is not my forte. Oh, oh Katie is in Katie Campbell. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hi, Katie. So Katie's meticulous cleaning. And uh, she was amazing. And um, yeah, she like, it just, and originally Dave said to me like, no, we don't need a cleaner. And I'm like, you don't want to do it. And I don't want to do it either. Like you're not going to make the time and I'm sick of having to make the time. So, um, and then I would never do it properly. And it just became a thing. Oh, like just, it would actually just give me anxiety just knowing how unclean the floor was. Mm. And so just like... I don't have that same concern. I actually legitimately... I didn't mop my uh, floor for years. I can't function. Like if my kitchen is a mess and I'm trying to cook something, I cannot function in there mm. with the mess. I just can't. Yeah, there's like a... There's a breaking point for me. I can handle little bits of mess, but once that mess is in every single room and on my, the deck and in everywhere, that's when I usually You just... know the messes I can handle? The ones I make. Because I know, well, if I make it, I've got to clean it up. Yeah. The messes I don't handle is the ones that my kids or you, David, make, and then you leave for me to mess up. I hope clean out up. of the little bits of the podcast you listen to, it's that part. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> we'll make sure he listens to it. We'll send him this bit. <laughs> you know, like, that's... Oh. I can't handle that when you're just seeing messes and you know, oh, you little... You are not going to pick that up. I am going to have to pick that up. Or you're going to let them make their cubby houses and get all the blankets out and then you're going to go to work. Can I tell you I'm something really funny about that? It was so cute. So this is back when my twins were really little. So they were about oh, maybe 18 months old and they were notorious for just destroying space. 
So they'd go into one area and destroy space, go into the next area and destroy space. And I had just stuff everywhere. And I think this day I hadn't had a great amount of sleep. I was a little bit stressed. And I've come into the room and Lexi's pulling out all her socks. And I'm like, ah, what are you doing? And she's got them on her hands and she's like, they're my little horse puppy, uh, my little hand puppets. <laughs> and I'm like ready to like, ah, and I'm like, oh, oh no, that's okay. Okay, you keep doing that. And she's like, we were little hand puppets, but there was socks everywhere. And I'd gone from room to room. So I don't have that. I don't have that. I would have been like, I don't care about your horse puppets. Put them back. It was so cute though. And I, and mum guilt straight away kicked in and I was just, I'm a bad person. And I think I actually went away and cried. Like, I think op- that's where I was yeah. emotionally at that time. I'm like, I'm the opposite. Like I, I like, I just, it just, I can't do it. I can't do that. I can't function. I can't, like, it just gives me such anxiety. Yeah, Tony's probably more like that. So Tones is really, really great in terms of he's such a good dad. He's so good with the kids. So he's the fun one, just like you're the fun one out of us. Um, I'm starting to notice a pattern. Wonder you. Oh, thanks. Wonder you. Thanks. Um, and he's really, like, he's, he's actually really great around the house. And he's, probably, he's definitely um, more of a cleaner than I am. But I get to a point where I'm like, that is it. I can't handle it. And then it's OCD, Naomi. Like everything has to be done perfectly. <laughs> no one is allowed to live in my house anymore because I've just cleaned it and you can all move out and go and live somewhere else. Listen, if you get a cleaner, you don't feel like that. I'm thinking that this is not a bad idea at all. Oh, seriously. And like my floor, because obviously she, because I, we have timber floors and they suck to clean. Plus we have upstairs, downstairs. So I would never actually do them properly. So they never really stayed clean that long, but they haven't been clean all week because she came on Tuesday and I was like, it even rained that day. I was like, you kids take your shoes off. Do not wear your shoes on my floor. My bathroom was like, oh, mate, it just, my mood was like this. I was just buzzing at the fact that my house was clean. Did you actually let them in the house? Well, I did, unfortunately. I tried to bump them for sleepovers at Nana's, but it didn't work. Bad Nana. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, we hope that you've enjoyed listening to this one. We don't really have any tips on how to feel better about mum guilt. We don't really have any tips. Oh. All right. Well, no, we do have a couple. We do have tips. But like, like the organisation. Yeah, but look, I mean, there are, there are things that we can do. Like, number one, getting organised and making sure that in that organisation, like, you actually do set aside time for yourself. Yes. Whether it's the gym or a facial or going for a walk, whatever it is, going and hanging out with friends. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but really having that little bit of time that is just by yourself. Something that Tony and I started doing as well was having a date night. And props to you for getting us out and having a date last Saturday. Your date to South Bank with um, Dave made me say to Tones, we should go and have one. We're out of routine and we're not doing it. Those tiny little things. The other night, um, Tones lit some candles in the bathroom for me. Aww. Very cute. And the kids are all like, are you guys going to kiss? I'm like, mm-hmm. You better believe it. Oh, yeah, kiss. Well, they know, yeah, we're getting baby number five. <laughs> I said, there's going to be lots of kissing and cuddling. and We're going to be nude. <laughs> <laughs> and Lexi's like, shut up. <laughs> I love that so much. It's so much fun. I guess like for me, I just kind of want to just kind of say that that mum guilt and feeling that way is to- <laughs> I'm like trying to. Like, I know, I know, I know what you're doing. <laughs> is normal. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to zip tie next week. Um, we'll come up with something for next yeah, week. Yeah, it's, it's totally normal to feel that way, but we have to this like retrain how we're thinking about that stuff. Yep. We don't have to have it all, and if we want to have it all, we've got to say no to stuff. You know, we don't no, have to No, I think feel... we can't have it all. No, I think we... we have to, as I said last week, I don't mean to offend anyone, but you have to let it go. There are some <laughs> things you just have to go, that is not happening. Like the fact that my kitchen still looks like a bomb has hit it this morning. Let it go. Let it go. Let, let it go. go. Or get a cleaner. Katie's meticulously cleaning. <laughs> yeah, so like you just, we have to start allowing ourselves to make those changes that kind of feel not okay at the start they are okay it's okay to say no it's okay to put yourself first it's okay to um go to the gym it's okay to put your kids in creche and go it's, that's actually a massive one that i feel like i get a lot from i used mums. to feel so guilty about Is that, that they go to school oh you know i don't then want to bring them into creche why like why what are they like what for you to have that 45 minutes to 60 minutes of time yourself what are they going to be doing at home that they like that they're going to be missing out on? Mm. If your schedule is a little bit different, like where I have a friend of mine, Casey, and she gets up super early, and her daughter is in, you know, before school care, like as it opens, and she works in the city, and then when she comes home, it is really late, and that I totally understand, and she trains at home. Um, but if your kids are just going to school. And then you want to go to the gym after that because you also work a normal like daytime job. There's nothing wrong with that. Like that's you don't have to feel guilty about that. Mm. You know, like and if you feel like your kids are then missing out on that time with you, schedule and find and commit to a time like on the weekend or like maybe cut a gym session or whatever and do something with yeah. them you know yeah. like make it up make it a different kind of thing you know what i mean yeah um i find that is a huge one that i get for mums and they're always like messaging me just you know i want to finally do something for myself yeah you know like i want to do something for myself i yeah. need to start looking after me yeah. um and when you're saying those things to yourself and you're feeling guilty about that there's something wrong yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think on, on that is there's this idea that we have to have it all together. It's got to be perfect. I think you have to be okay with taking imperfect action and being yeah. imperfect. You're going to have to let the house be a bit messy. You're going to have to let, you know, your kids go to school in a dirty shirt. or You know, like things like that are going to happen. Because... Oh, wait, that's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Doogie. <laughs> But there's just, you know, the, the things that we worry about, some of them we're just going to have to learn to just let go of. Yeah. Um, because if you do want that time for yourself, that has to come at the expense of something else. Yeah. So what are you going to let go of? And this is where these extra commitments can really start to affect us so badly, our health, because instead of going to the gym, we're going and doing something with someone that really we shouldn't be doing because that's not a priority. And when your kids are really little, especially when your kids are really little, time yeah. is so precious. Yeah. So be brutal, be really brutal. And your friends who know you and love you will totally understand if you can't see them frequently. I see some of my closest girlfriends from school, we see each other if we're lucky once every six months. And we're okay with that because when we see each other, it's amazing, we have so much fun and there's no expectation or pressure on each other to try and catch up more than that because we just know how busy life is. 
And it's the ones who are putting those unrealistic expectations on you usually are the ones who you need to start thinking about. And if you're a person who doesn't have a crazy busy life, stop putting pressure on people who do have crazy busy lives. Mm. Don't put the pressure on them, okay? Man, I, like, or offer be... to help them. Like, if, if you want to see them, be like, okay, why don't I come over and see you and I will help you clean or I'll help you do your laundry or help you do something so that when you're hanging out with them, there's actually something happening that is really beneficial to them. That's yeah. from someone who, you know, when, I, when my babies were really little and people would come and just sort of sit there and talk to me, I'd always be like, there's yeah. so many things I need to do. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, don't make other people feel bad that, you know, you have, <laughs> like, more time than them because that is the last thing that they need. I hate that, like, when people, like, try to, like, make me feel guilty that I haven't seen them or I don't have time to catch up or... And I and honestly, I actually don't make time to catch up because it's never just, like, a one hour. Like, okay, cool, let's just go have lunch. It's got to be... Like when you catch up with someone then, like you haven't seen them for so long, it's got to be this event, mm. you know, it's like hours, it's like half a day or, oh no, let's go out with the girls then, then you've got to get a babysitter and you've got to find that, like someone to watch your kids and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Be happy to have a coffee with me. Yeah. Like, because... Or come for a walk with me. Yeah. That's I'd love to all go for I a got. walk. Yeah. Get yeah. up early and come for a walk with me. Make me accountable. I actually thought of you the other day when I was going walking. I thought, oh, I should have seen what George was doing. But I think you're already working. Yeah. I think you're already at the gym. (laughs) Yes. Mm. Anyway, we hope that even if you didn't get any helpful tips for you, you feel a little bit more normal in this world. Um, Because let's face it, we all feel like we're the odd one out and we're the only one that thinks that or we're the only one like in that crazy place. We're the only one struggling when we are all struggling. And I just want to say that, you know, appearances are just that. Um, I often have people say to me that they don't know how I hold it together or, you know, it looks like I'm, I'm balancing it well. You don't see what goes on behind closed doors. You don't see me sobbing in the shower because I feel like a failure and because I feel like, you know, I'm letting my children down or feeling like I should have it together more at this age, you know, and I feel all those things and I am a total failure in so many ways. So it's all very normal. Oh, man, I, the biggest thing I struggle in my life is being a mum. Oh, oh, I struggle so bad 100%. being a mum. Yeah. So bad. I just, sometimes I just feel like, fuck. And I'm such a, um. Aggressive person. Yeah, I'm an aggressive oh, person. Oh, I was trying like, to give you crap. Oh, <laughs> I don't, like, I have no patience. Like, I have no patience. And, um, because I did everything so long on my own, um, not a. Uh, You're very independent. Do, like, this is Well, just... no, like, my husband just works, like he just is a crazy worker that's just who he is like he doesn't know how to not be like that Mm. you know even when he has a supposed day off like he like i have to force him to do like go and do stuff like he won't he'll just be around the house like doing his van or whatever but um so because i've just like everything has always been me like i just oh i get so uptight about stuff i get so uptight I struggle so hard being a mum, so hard, and um, lots of times I don't enjoy it. Like, you know, yeah, it's just such a. No, I don't enjoy them. No, no, just like I don't enjoy like. Oh, I just find it so stressful. There are times when you think that being a mum is just really. You know hard when in COVID and... people were like, 
oh, I wish my kids weren't going back to school. I was one That's of them. That's not me. I was one of them. I, well, that was not me. I was like, when are you opening the schools? And I think it, but I think it's good. I know we're trying to wrap this up, but I think it's but good it's to acknowledge like, that. Like for some women who have kids, it is like you sometimes think like, why don't I feel more like maternal? Should, yeah. Yeah. And it's totally okay to feel like that. Yes. You know, for some of you, you're going to love your kids once they're adults. That's when you'll have a beautiful relationship with them, and that's where you'll be oh, like, "I have really good relationships no, 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 you know with my I mean? kids, and I love spending time with them." Maybe I didn't word that properly. No, you definitely didn't word that properly. Now I'm offended I'm, again. Yeah, I'm saying that you hate Seriously. your kids and you have a bad relationship. Yeah, with them. well, that kind of sounds like what you're saying. No, no, no. What I meant was like what you find really challenging about your kids now, like because they're young and they're, yeah. they're difficult, and my kids are exactly the same. Like now that I see Andrew as a 17 year old, and I start to see how our relationship's changing, I realize that. The best is still coming. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have this amazing relationship with my kids once they're older. Well, I'm a little bit nervous about that part with Ella, my daughter. Oh, you're going to say Felix. (laughs) No, like just like girls. That makes me nervous teenage years. I'm really nervous about that. Can we send them to a nunnery convent? Yeah, I'm super nervous about like having a teenage daughter. I don't know why more so than a boy. I don't know. I just guess. Well, they're just... And oh. complex and and they're going to be more moody and more like you emotional to and, at the moment oh. telling her to do something and she's like nah, nah, around oh the house God. i'm thinking you're only nine yes Dear lord mm. i know it's coming it, oh it that scares me so bad yeah so bad so it's just all normal we're like we are all different some of us are thriving with the young kids others of us are not thriving so much and it's fine we are all doing the best that we can and there are going to be things that we love and things that we don't love and we're all struggling in some way it it may not seem like it on social media but i think that if everyone is honest we are all really struggling with with certain elements of our life and we're just doing the best that we can absolutely for the most part there are there are obviously some people out there who are just like meh whatever parenting meh (laughs) <laughs> I see a few of them at Riverlink. Oh my God. <laughs> Bye. See ya. <laughs> 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 <laughs>